When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. If Mary had a little lamb, you can bet she'd talk to her about it. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. We're talking markets this morning with John Heinberg, market advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. In fact, our last conversation with him for the calendar year. How are you, everybody? Welcome in. Fabulous Farm Bay PM Yankee with your weather details. And it looks fairly mild again today. Mix of sun and clouds for your Tuesday. 34 our expected high. Tomorrow we get a little cooler under clear skies. 29 degrees the high on Wednesday. Then Thursday we bounce up to 40 degrees. And Christmas Eve Friday. Chances showers in the forecast, but our daytime highs on Friday around 45 degrees. Does not look like a white Christmas for most of Wisconsin. We'll talk weather details with Stu Muck coming up. Start off the new year strong by participating in the Dairy Business Association's annual Dairy Strong Conference, January 19th and 20th at the Monona Terrace in Madison. Dairy Strong brings together a wide variety of management philosophies and allows you to explore innovative ideas. At Dairy Strong, surround yourself with forward-thinking farmers and business owners. Register for the Dairy Business Association's annual Dairy Strong Conference at dairyforward.com. Virtual options are also available. Let's keep dairy strong. You know, once in a while, it's fun to talk to people that uh, think outside the box. There are a lot of those folks around this world. It's just a matter of finding them. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And to hear the perspective on life, on agriculture, on the world in general is always fun. And Pam, we've got a guy here in Wisconsin, more than one for that matter, that uh, think outside the box and make you smile and make you think. Yeah, that's right, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And when I say the name Charlie Barron's, maybe you recognize it. If I say Manitowoc Minute, you probably heard of it. Cripes cast. That's another way that he reaches people. He is a Wisconsin native, a Wisconsin treasure. I'll tell you, this guy uh, shows up uh, with the Packers. He's uh, worked with the Bucks. Quick Trip, uh, Wisconsin Cranberries, Wisconsin Potato Producers, our dairy industry. Charlie Barron's has definitely uh, learned more about Wisconsin agriculture on his travels across the state. He's doing sold-out shows through the holiday season and into 2022, and uh, you may have also noticed that he has become an author, Midwest Survival Guide. That's what I caught up with him to talk about. Uh, He's a friend of mine, and we decided to slow it down just a little bit, talk a little bit more about the Midwest Survival Guide, the holiday seasons, and where he gets his motivation from for all of his materials. Well, Pam, I'll tell you, I did it all for the money, honestly. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think that's the motivation to do books these days. No. But uh, no, here's here's what happened, and I think this is kind of cool because it. Uh, I always like things where the audience uh, helps build or direct sort of my trajectory, and I just kept getting these messages saying, uh, you know, like I'm moving to the Midwest because I'm going to college there because I got a granddaughter there or something like that, and they they wanted tips on like where to eat or like what to do if it snows out you know like i remember this one snow uh, no not a snowbird but they were living in arizona moving to the midwest they had never driven in snow so like what to do in those situations so i kept getting these messages and then eventually um i after writing enough responses i was like well there may be enough for a book here and 
so it came from requests from fans that I, I kind of decided to put all this stuff together in a book. And it's a sizable book. I mean, this is not just a little lightweight paperback. Yeah, no, I mean, look, if you're not getting this book for the reading, it will, it will be a, it'll do good propping up your coffee table. So for top of coffee table or underneath the coffee table, it's a worthwhile investment. I'll tell you that right now. Now, and it's been very well received, not just by folks uh, that gravitate toward you in the upper Midwest, but uh, even on uh, the best read list, huh? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) excuse me, Uh, it, it did. It got, uh, you know, on some on some lists, and uh, people people didn't pan it. You know, I was I was worried that they they'd pan it, say this is garbage. They said no, it's not garbage. In fact, so that's good. Um, you know, and uh, I I think it's good. I think it's funny, um, but I might be a little biased. You know, <laughs> so, but you know, it, it's it's a combination of like simple how tos, like how to tie a fishing knot. Um, and then it, it gets uh, it gets deeper, though. I mean, I've got stories from growing up. There are excerpts uh, from folks who have been on the Cast, yourself included, Pam. So thank you for for being in it and contributing in that way. And and I think in that sense, it gives sort of a wider range of the Midwest than you know some kid from you know the suburbs of Milwaukee can offer. And so I think uh, I really tried to put the maybe the journalism hat on a little bit and bring in other perspectives so this didn't just feel like it's all coming from my point of view, you know. Charlie Barons is along with us. You may know him as the Manitowoc Minute Cripes Cast or his website, charliebarons.com. That's charlie, B-E-R-E-N-S.com. That's where you can find uh, his Midwest Survival Guide book. You can also follow his uh, tour action and uh, see some additional merchandise you might want to think about for the holiday season. You mentioned putting on the journalist cap Charlie, tell him a little bit, uh, although most people that we're speaking to probably recognize you as a comedian, in reality, you have done a lot of journalistic work. Yeah, I went to school for it, uh, UW-Madison, and then um, I started in new, while I was in college, I started working as a journalist for MTV News, and then uh, I had a couple jobs in local news as well, and that was kind of the basis for the Mantua Minute character, you know, was like I was doing this local news, but I, you know, had the accent. They said I did it wrong and, and all this and that. And so I ended up, uh, you know, t- turning that, my experience doing local news, into the Mantua Minute character. But, yeah, it all, it all has its basis in actual news. Now, let's talk a little bit about the serious side of comedy, and that is that uh, although it, you make it look easy, buddy, it takes time. How how many hours would you estimate that you actually dedicate towards writing or pulling together new material? Oh, geez. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a lot, and it's probably more than people would think because a, a lot of the stuff that we put out, it's like, oh, yeah, I've I've thought about that. I've been, how long that, how long could that have possibly taken them? Probably a lot longer. You know, if I were more talented, it would probably take less time. But if you're not, sometimes if you don't have the talent, you supplement that with time. So (laughs) anytime, (laughs) and I put a lot into it. Also just, you know, walking around, uh, you're always thinking about things like, like yesterday I was on the, uh, airplane and, and and they were clapping for uh, somebody's birthday and there was this one guy who was like 
clapping. Everybody else had stopped clapping, and he was still clapping. So I wrote down in my phone the the guy who's the last one to uh, finish clapping. There's always that guy <laughs> who, who's you know trying to be the last one to, with the claps, and it's just like stupid things like that. My brain's just always on for mm-hmm. and and ready to record those ideas in the note section. So it's it's little time like that. Uh, when I'm quote unquote not working to, you know, the editing stuff takes forever and the writing takes forever. And now I'm lucky. I got a bit, uh, team, uh, that helps me out. Um, and they're great and, uh, you know, and, uh, they're talented, very talented. So it's not just me, thankfully anymore. Cause when it was, I was about to lose my mind. Yeah. But yeah. It does take. It's well, and keeping it fresh is a challenge for everybody. Now, let's talk a little bit. You you are out on tour, thank goodness, uh, back in front of the audience. How has that felt, Charlie? I mean, you and I talked during the pandemic when you were literally off the road. Uh, how does it feel to be able to get back out there? Oh, it's it's so good. I mean, you know, it just just bringing people uh, together to talk face to face too. You know, instead of over uh, social media, which is really, you know, a terrible name for it because I think it's more antisocial than anything. But just bringing people together um, and and laughing together, you know, and they could come from different ends of the political spectrum or different, you know, walks of life. But when you're, when you're all laughing together, there's something nice about that. It builds a, a bridge. And um, so it's, it's an honor to you know, get people laughing together. You really live for that as a comedian. Well, yeah, I think for a lot of us, we live for that personal contact. Now, I, I noticed that going into 2022, you have very, uh, you're very clever about your tours. Yes, you are still in the Midwest. You're also venturing to the Northeast. And I noticed that there seems to be a push-pause for some gigs in February down in Florida nice scheduling but i i am curious how you find your audiences react to you charlie outside of the midwest do they still get it they do and i will tell you this pam that uh that show in florida was originally scheduled in august and uh i may have made a phone call to my um my touring fella and said uh (laughs) yeah how about february (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but the, the, here's the nice thing about the Midwest and this is why, you know, another reason we did the Midwest survival guys, like the people from the Midwest, they move, obviously they move for a variety of reasons as anybody from anywhere moves. There's a certain part of the population that just goes elsewhere. But what's different about the Midwest is they set up these, these like posts, you know, they, they, what do they call it? A consulate, you know, in it, they, in, you know, region building, they call it consulates or whatever. I, that's what the Midwest people do. And the consulates are usually Packers bars, yes. you know. And yes. so when we are playing like in Naples or in Philadelphia or, or Buffalo or whatever, it's, it's, some, it's like, wait, are we not selling tickets? Well, did someone tell the Packers bar that we're coming? <laughs> and then uh, we we sell it out like that, you know. So it's. I think it's, uh, again, I think it's less about me in particular, more about just that Midwest, that Wisconsin uh, drive outwards where people just want to, you know, be around each other. And and it's really a love of where you came from. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to see. 
Charlie Barron's along with us again. If you're looking for some uh, some interesting holiday gift-giving ideas or you want to catch his show, I'll direct you to his website, charliebarons.com. Of course, he's all over social media. So now a book, the tour, you've got merchandise. What's next? You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. You and I are both kind of in the game of keeping it fresh, having to come up with new angles, reinvent different uh, aspects of what we do. What's next, buddy? Yeah. Well, and you know uh, <laughs> that that question can often uh, give you a panic attack, Pam. So, thanks. I like that with my morning cup of coffee. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think we're going to do a lot of fun stuff. We, we're working um, on another album, me and Adam Gruel from Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Um, and then just we've got a lot of fun video ideas. Uh, and here's what I like the most, and I've said this a couple times in the interview, but it's when people in the audience reach out with ideas that they have, you know, because um, I do less work that way. Uh, but seriously, those are the we've had people reach out. Like, I remember this one. Someone was like, all these questions at the gas pump. Can, you got to do a sketch on that. And I was like, I hadn't thought about that. But then we did a sketch on it. And it's one of our highest viewed uh, YouTube videos. Mm-hmm videos so you know we sent him that fellow who sent it in i was like i'll trade you some merch for the idea you know and then uh and now i think i may owe him some more merch you know <laughs> but I, <laughs> I like doing that because again i think it's like i i try to not as much as my n- name's on a bunch of this stuff i think it, people enjoy it more when they feel like it's uh we're building it together so i treat keep trying to find ways for us to build it together and, you know, maybe we'll expand and find other people to, to do, um, you know, more regular content with us too mm-hmm. and, and figure that out. So I don't know what's, what's next really, but I, I just enjoy creating and that's what I'm going to keep doing and see where, see what comes. Well, we are responding for sure. Charlie Barron's along with us. You know him as the Manitowoc Minute, Cripes Cast, and online, charliebarrons.com. He's got performances coming up uh, right on into the new calendar year and beyond. And don't forget, charliebarrons.com also has merchandise. Happy holidays, my friend. I look forward to seeing you down the road. All right. Sounds good, Pam. Real good talking to you. Uh, keep her moving and watch out for deer, okay? He is the one, the only Charlie Behrens, known for the Manitowoc Minute, his Cripes cast, and uh, now the book, The Midwest Survival Guide. Find more at charliebehrens.com or, like we said, across social media with his Manitowoc Minute. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Youngke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to DeKalb, constantly innovating products and technology to maximize crop protection, production, and yields. And from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. So, you want to drive a Tonka truck? Well, roll up your sleeves and get ready to play in the dirt. Kalani Topsoil is looking for more people that know their dirt. Full-time seasonal positions are open for CDL dump truck drivers. Our family business will make sure you're home every night. There's competitive benefits, and you'll drive updated equipment. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. 
Apply at KalaniTopsoil.com. Now that's good pay dirt. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, again, yesterday was not too bad as far as December is concerned. Now I think officially today we begin the winter solstice. Time to find out about our ag weather. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist, along with us. Am I right about that? Is today officially the beginning of winter? The shortest day of the year, supposedly, for daylight hours. Well, geez, that really makes you want to get out of bed quick, doesn't it? But, uh, you know, really, we, <laughs> we could be in worse shape. I mean, we could be spending the darkness shoveling out. And uh, really, it's not just Wisconsin. I don't see much snow accumulation anywhere in the upper Midwest, or am I wrong? Well, you're, you're not wrong, although northern Wisconsin, Wisconsin, uh, Rhinelander and that area north, they have a winter weather advisory through the day, and they can see an inch or so of new accumulation, but uh, just about anywhere north of Highway 29, you know, Green Bay, Wausau, over toward Menominee, anywhere north of that is where snow stays to the south, really not much to talk about, and Alberta Clipper-type low quickly zooming in out of the northwest will mean a little bit of that snow to the north. We may see another clipper with a small chance of precipitation as we make our way toward Thursday. And otherwise, could be kind of rainy and mild by Christmas Eve day on Friday. I'll have forecast details right after this. Farmers understand the power and the value of the sun. They understand return on investment. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is an opportunity to get rid of that energy bill. Farmers understand taking expenses away. They they just get it. It's the difference between renting and owning. You are renting your energy currently, okay? Own your energy. It's a no-brainer. You are going to have that energy bill. You're going to. It's a known expense that every farm has. Put a solar field in, put a solar system in, and now make your own energy. It's a business decision, just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. You should reach out to us, and we will come out to look at your farm for a very specialized, specific quote for you. Even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. All righty, Stu, let's have some more forecast details. All right, that slight chance of a little snow lacrosse to uh, Oshkosh and Fond du Lac, further south not, 
Otherwise, uh, partly sunny skies develop here today. It stays breezy, not bad, low 30s, a few upper 20s toward Mawson and La Crosse. Winds gradually become west today, 5 to 15. They could gust to 25. Clearing skies later in the night. We drop to the low teens, even maybe a single digit toward Mawson. The northwest winds, 5 to 15 and gusty. Mostly sunny on Wednesday, not all bad. Upper 20s to around 30. Northwest winds becoming south, about 5 to 10. Late Wednesday night, early Thursday, could be a little light snow. Otherwise, partly sunny Thursday, upper 30s, Pam, and it'll be even warmer, low 40s Friday, but there could be that rain-snow mix, light precipitation, though, keep that in mind. Stu our Ag Meteorologist. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to our equipment. Check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at our equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile, Chunk Gill. And from the dairy farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. When we help accident victims, we fight to get them full justice, nothing less. That means all of the losses your injuries cause, medical bills, lost wages, and compensation for all your pain and suffering, now and in the future. I'm John Rihala. At Clifford & Rihala, we rely on thorough analysis, detailed preparation, and a strong compassion for our clients to help you achieve your maximum recovery. Over decades of helping accident victims, we've built a track record of success that you can trust. When you choose Clifford and Rihala, we'll fight to make those responsible for your injuries pay you nothing less than the full compensation you deserve to make things right. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, 
pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. What have we here? Crackers. At least I think they are. They're in a cellophane wrapper. There are two of them. Crackers always travel in pairs. They snap like crackers. Crumble like them, too. Nine out of ten cracker eaters would give them a positive ID. But these aren't crackers. They're dinner. Jim Krevix for five days straight. There are people like Jim all across Madison. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply people like Jim over $950,000 in food through Dane County's busiest food pantry. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in clothing, shelter, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. The best soybeans in Wisconsin just got even better. The next generation of Enlist E3 soybeans are here and available now from Dairyland Seed. We're talking unique genetics, only available in Cordova brand products, an improved agronomic package, including better tolerance to white mold and more yield potential with proven performance in research trials. Make the better choice with next-gen Dairyland Seed brand and List E3 soybeans. Visit DairylandSeed.com or contact your local Wisconsin dealer to learn more. MVP race. Tom Brady yesterday stunk. Kyler Murray stunk. Jonathan Taylor, the only guy that's really like making a name for himself besides one individual. His name is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, his last four games, 70.5% completion, 13 and one yards, 1,301 yards, excuse me, 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and last four games, his rating, 127.7. With that, the Packers have clinched a playoff berth, 11-3 record. They're the best team in the NFL. Is the MVP right now, if it ended the day, Aaron Rodgers to win, Rowdy? Well, I mean, they've been talking over the past few weeks that basically the MVP race was Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. You had some people chattering for Jonathan Taylor, but obviously he's a running back, and a running back hasn't won it very often in the last two, three decades. Yeah, it's very few, far between. And then there was always the Kyler Murray was lurking kind of in the background, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Kyler Murray has really... Oh, Josh Allen's dropped off, too. Yeah, and he was one of the front runners early in the yeah. season, like the, the preseason. Yeah. Well, that was like your list. Those four guys was like your list the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, obviously he's missed games with the high ankle sprain. His last two games have not been good. Stinky. Currently, he's at th- a little over 3,000 yards. They just lost to the Detroit Lions. 20 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, a QBR of 55.8. Tom Brady, obviously, he was the guy that was probably the front runner. Yeah, he broke the rules. And they just got shut out by the Saints. Now, Rodgers didn't play well against that Saints defense, but he's uh, at... Yeah, that was week one. You throw it out. He's at over 4,300 yards, 36 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. And then you look at Jonathan Taylor. 
Dude went nuts, went ham. Over 15 yards, 17 rushing touchdowns, averaging 5.6 yards on the ground. He has more rushing touchdowns than like every other team. And then you got Aaron Rodgers. And I know you rattled off his stats from the last four Four weeks, but we know that Aaron Rodgers has been playing like an MVP level uh, quarterback the last two or year plus. And he's at almost 3,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, four interceptions. And by the way, his QBR is 66.9. He's got the best QBR. Mm. He's got the least amount of turnovers. He's only six touchdowns behind Brady, and let's not forget that he missed a game. Yep. But here's the game he missed, Rowdy. Aaron Rodgers. There was a reason why he missed it. There's this thing called COVID-19. Aaron Rodgers. And who vote, Who's who awards the MVP? That would be the writers. The media. Who has got their panties all up their butt, just bunched up and just squirming? Because they were lied to. We were misinformed. We felt wronged. That'd be the media. Well, for sure, the media doesn't want to vote for Aaron Rodgers right now, especially, like you said, with how they felt cheated that we he were lied cheated. to them and, and all this nonsense. He lied to us. Even, and, I, and you know what? That's the funniest thing because none of these sports writers are going to want to give it to Aaron Rodgers, even though right now he probably should be the front runner again. And that'd be back to back MVPs. That'd be his fourth MVP. Mm. They definitely don't want to give it to him. And you know that there is a contingent of sports writers that don't want to give it to Tom Brady either because one, they don't like him because he wins all the time. Uh, A Trump hat magically got into his locker locker a few years ago. Uh, you know there's a contingency that doesn't want to vote well, for Tom Brady. He's either. more of a media darling now than, you know, Rodgers would be. Yeah, but there's still a lot of people that hate him and don't want to vote for him at all. And he's got his man in the arena 10-part um, series out right so now. So it's hilarious to me because those top two guys, in my opinion, probably the top two rated guys that should be getting votes for MVP are two guys that the writers don't want to vote for. Yeah. I, if if there was ever a year that I could see Jonathan Taylor or running back sneaking in and it? winning it, could probably be this year because it's Brady and Rodgers with what the funniest with thing what ever stuff has surrounded them the last few years. The funniest thing ever, and this is the media, the sports writers you know that are all butthurt should, about this. They you know, need to go look in the mirror. What? You know who else should probably get some uh, MVP love? Whomst? JJ Watt or not JJ Watt? TJ Watt? TJ Watt? No, he's balling, he, dude. dude. He's yeah, he's a monster. I'm not saying he should be up there with the names of Tom Brady and and, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Jonathan Taylor, but uh, T.J. Watt has been playing out of his mind. Yeah, he's been a beast. What's funny about these sports writers, too, is, and Nelly, please, anyone out there listening, do not confuse Nelly or I with the journalist. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, if you were watching the Dow Jones Industrial Average yesterday, you know it was a stinky Monday. Commodities kind of went south with the Dow Jones Industrial Average. We're turning it around a little bit this morning. We'll talk details with our man John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. He joins us live in just a little bit. I'm Pam Youngke. Now, from the Alcibia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Tuesday. So today, the 21st day of December. On this day in 1988, a bomb exploded on Pan Am Flight number 103. It was on its way from Frankfurt, Germany to Detroit. It blew up over the Scottish community of Lockerbie. 
The terrorist attack killed all the passengers and crew on board and 11 people on the ground. Happened on this day back in 1988. On this day in 1937, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was released. The movie, made by Walt Disney Productions, was the world's first full-length animated feature film. And think about that, where we are today. Happy birthday goes out to Ray Romano, the actor-comedian, 64. Samuel L. Jackson is 73. And there she is. Look at that. Happy birthday, Jane Fonda. She is 84 years young. And now you know. You know, as we head into a new calendar year, I think most of us try to approach it optimistically, right? Things will get better in the new calendar year. Is that true when it comes to policy development down at the state capitol? I talked about it with Michael Taboris. He is the director of Clear Waters Farms, a part of the River Alliance of Wisconsin. Now, I bet when I say River Alliance of Wisconsin, you automatically assume that it's a group that's probably working against agriculture when it comes to policy development on how our water is used and protected. Well, Tabor says that may indeed have been the case in the past, but he says in 2022, he's looking forward to working together on water-related policy. Yeah, I think that's right. And I think that, um, you know, that, that historical antagonism is, is understandable to a certain extent because, you know, pe- people care very much about the water that's right in front of them. But there's a lot of uh, similarity between everybody who uses water, whether they're using it uh, for farming or whether they're, they're using it to, to enjoy. And I think everybody's on the same side of that issue. We all want to protect, uh, we all want to protect the state's resources. We all want to protect the water. and We all want to use it. So I see a lot of common ground there, and our goal, our hope is that we can build on that. We have much more productive, cooperative relationships than antagonistic ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about uh, projects, legislation, uh, efforts that you undertook in 2021, and maybe give us a sense on where the River Alliance of Wisconsin's trained its eye for 2022, Mike. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so, so we've, we've been active in a lot of, a lot of places. Uh, what I'm hearing on the farming side uh, is that there's a growing interest in soil and water protection among farmers, and we've, we've put a lot of effort into building relationships with many new uh, uh, producer-led watershed groups that have, that have shown up to really protect their, their soil and water. And we want to be party to that, and we want to help them uh, get stronger and advocate for their causes. And I'm hearing a lot of interest in that, and so we, we, um, we'd like to support that. And on the... On the uh, uh, we also are working with uh, groups across the state to think about what water stewardship management and planning should be like at the kind of basin level across the, the state. Um, we, we'd like to think about how to, how to plan for water resources to be shared at, at that level. Uh, and we, we also would like to see and have advocated for uh, sensible regulation and control of, of uh, pollution that is a, a nice compromise that supports the farmers that are doing the right thing with their, their uh, soil and water and gives us kind of clear guidance for where we want to go, what we think we can uh, achieve in terms of uh, water quality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now, like we said, uh, there's a lot of different m- things at play here. Uh, there's infrastructure bill. There's continued efforts to try to encourage uh, more conservation cover crop uh, benefits and so forth. So we should expect the Wisconsin or the River Alliance of Wisconsin's voice to uh, be more active in those arenas coming next year? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're going to continue to develop those relationships and uh, and work on exactly those, those issues. Uh, we have uh, the Wisconsin Water Agenda, which uh, is our plan for how 
uh, water should be managed uh, at the state level. And we're, we're, we've been rolling out pieces of that. And we're going to be, be talking about that quite a bit. Uh, we want to get uh, as much support uh, at the state level from people all across the state for uh, clean water and for um, the importance of, of kind of doing, doing more at the state level to, to, to protect those resources for everybody. They've been around for 26 years. That's the River Alliance of Wisconsin. Michael Taborski there, the director of their Clearwater Farms effort. And he said they are going to be working closely with agriculture in 2022 to try to find common ground when it comes to protecting water quality and our environmental resources. Now, Michael is also going to be one of the panelists during the UW Ag Outlook Forum on January 25th on the UW-Madison campus. You can find out more by going to the Rank Agribusiness Institute, or you can also check out more about the River Alliance of Wisconsin. Just go to wisconsinrivers.org. Markets rebounding in overnight electronic trade at least a little bit, and then we'll be talking with John Heinberg about what lies ahead as far as market movers. Stick around. Plenty more to come. The best soybeans in Wisconsin just got even better. The next generation of Enlist E3 soybeans are here and available now from Dairyland Seed. We're talking unique genetics, only available in Cordova brand products, an improved agronomic package, including better tolerance to white mold and more yield potential with proven performance in research trials. Make the better choice with next-gen Dairyland Seed brand Enlist E3 soybeans. Visit DairylandSeed.com or contact your local Wisconsin dealer to learn more. Start off the new year strong by participating in the Dairy Business Association's annual Dairy Strong Conference, January 19th and 20th at the Monona Terrace in Madison. Dairy Strong brings together a wide variety of management philosophies and allows you to explore innovative ideas. At Dairy Strong, surround yourself with forward-thinking farmers and business owners. Register for the Dairy Business Association's annual Dairy Strong Conference at dairyforward.com. Virtual options are also available. Let's keep Dairy Strong. Ooh, it was a tough Monday for commodities and Wall Street. Concerns over Omicron and also inflation seemed to drive the Dow Jones Industrial Average lower. Our commodities were a little bit mixed yesterday. In overnight electronic trade this morning, we're trying to rebound. Right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average up about 160 points. March corn, though, still down a half at 590. January soybeans are down a nickel, 1287. The wheat for March is down four at 773. July new crop down a nickel right now at 766. On Monday, barrel cheese dropped a half a cent at 162 and a half. 40 pound black cheese was down two and three quarter cents at 186. Double A butter remained unchanged at 209 and a quarter per pound. Right now, January milk down 15 cents, closed at 1910 a hundredweight. February is up nine at 1953 a hundredweight. You know, you listen to those numbers and you say, wow, that's not too bad going into 2022. But is it going to hold? That's why dairy producers of all sizes are being encouraged to get enrolled with the Dairy Margin Coverage Program. Applications are being accepted now through February 16th. Chris Galen with the National Milk Producers Federation says it's very easy to take a look at the numbers that we're dealing with today and get comfortable. But he says in the dairy industry, we all know things can change pretty quickly. 
But for the rest of the farmers, they have to decide about enrollment for 2022. And the thing is that you just never know exactly what's going to happen with either milk prices or feed costs. Right now, we're looking at a better year ahead for milk prices. But guess what? Two years ago, at the start of 2019, that was the case. It was also true in 2020. And then look what happened in March of 2020 when everything just sort of hit the fan with the arrival of the coronavirus. The reason you have an insurance program like this is to prepare for the worst case scenario. Chris Galen with the National Milk Producers Federation. Now, if you haven't taken a look at dairy margin coverage for a while, you should know there's been some improvements. Galen says that they have uh, expanded the amount of milk that can be insured under the dairy margin coverage program, and they've also improved the feed cost formula. Dairy margin coverage across the United States is probably only got about 50% of dairy farms that have been participating. Wisconsin, I'm happy to say, a little bit on the higher side as far as participation. But if you haven't signed up yet, remember you have until February 16th to do that. Speaking of dairy, milk production across the 24 major dairy producing states, basically flat in the month of November. And then there's Wisconsin. Our dairy producers in the month of November saw their milk production go up 2.2% compared to year-ago figures. According to the Wisconsin Ag Statistical Service, we produced 2.56 billion pounds of milk within our borders. That involved 1.28 million head of dairy cattle unchanged from October, but up 18,000 cows compared to November a year ago. And every one of those cows that was producing... On average, about 15 pounds more milk this year than she did last. If you're keeping an eye on other states and their milk production trends, here's a few to watch. Arizona's November milk production was down 3%. Pennsylvania down 3%. Florida down 3%. New Mexico saw a big 13% drop in November milk production. They had 40,000 fewer cows this November compared to last. Meanwhile, on the uptrend, California milk was up one percentage point. Minnesota up two percentage points. South Dakota, the one that catches your attention, up 16, almost 17 percentage points this November over last. Well, we'll talk dairy. We'll talk all commodities when John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing, steps to the microphone and joins us next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When you choose from several options, you're likely going to save money. That's what a family-owned, independent insurance place like ours can do. When other companies offer you only one solution, Madison's Prairie Land Insurance Agency offers you a wide array of personalized, affordable options. Is your current policy really the best? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance Agency, your local, independent, home and auto insurance agency. For your free insurance review, call 251-3009. Prairie Land Insurance Agency. Our best is the very least we can do. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and... 
price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. Imagine a brand new maintenance-free look for your home's exterior. Have Per Exteriors show you options like architecturally designed siding, which can give you the look of cedar without the worry of woodpeckers or painting. Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie Exteriors, now that's impressive. PrairieExteriors.com If you need to know about farming, then you need to know Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Boy, and if we need to know what's going on in the marketplace, one of the first places I turn is to John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, coming to us this morning after a really wild and woolly day yesterday. Not necessarily so much commodities, John, but boy, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was was the news yesterday. Uh, it looks like it's trying to repair some of the damage this morning, but really, what fundamentally were they talking about yesterday? Well, there was a couple things coming in play yesterday. First off, just the spread of the Omicron variant of the virus uh, moving very quickly through the eastern side of the United States. And, you know, in fact, we're seeing right now the numbers this morning were 73% of all the cases that were flaring up were of the new variant. Uh, so there's still a lot of questions in terms of what that's going to do on the demand side of the equation. And that's obviously weighed into the energy markets and the, and the equity markets yesterday with that strong drop in the, in the Dow as well as, you know, the other indices so we'll have to continue to kind of watch the news on that overall now one of the encouraging things if you want to put it that way is the 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 ease of the spread could make things very quickly you know recoverable you know four five six weeks and we've seen this thing maybe run its course and that's some of the optimism i think the market might hold in the longer term we are getting a little bit of a pop back today maybe it's santa rally here or christmas rally you know going into the holiday we typically see that uh during these next few days here until you know with us being off on friday but that over overlying uh, concern is going to stay out there we continue to see maybe some more restrictions in europe in terms of travel and things of that nature and what's that can do to the overall demand picture grain stayed fairly firm through that news but it did definitely affect the livestock sector yesterday well and as soon as we start talking about uh people and the reaction to these kinds of stories that could have a profound impact on agriculture you mentioned the livestock started moving on it yesterday all of the agriculture complex has to pay attention to how people respond correct very much so. You know, again, obviously anything that limits demand concerns or limits the demand of uh, commodities across the globe is going to have its ripple effects through all the markets and the markets that are still heavily supplied and have plenty of supply in front of them, which like the livestock sector and the dairy sector do. And that's some of the reason we've seen some pullback in those uh, markets here, I think, recently is just that overlying concern. Now, grains have been acting like a little bit different animal because there we have a strong demand base being built across all the grain complexes due to tight supplies, and that's why you saw those markets kind of hang in there yesterday because regardless, uh, the demand for grain is still going to be something that we'll have to keep an eye on all the way through 2022. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what went down with the milk production, and I didn't really intend for that play on words, but you know, it is the second month in a row now, John, where we have seen milk production in the United States basically stay flat, if not shrink a little bit. 
Yeah, milk production was down slightly last month on the, yesterday's USDA milk production report for the month of November. In fact, it was our first negative month year over year since going back to uh, February. Uh, so it's, that was kind of nice to see, at least in that standpoint. We did see cow numbers actually decline month over month as well as year over year. So maybe we're getting some of those animals out of production. You know, the milk market's been very, very strong given that demand base that's been out there. And I'm maybe seeing some weakness here going into the end of the year just because of the end of the year. Uh, but, you know, there's some good numbers still on the board out there for producers in terms of the value of milk products uh, for next year. And that's something that keeps things excited, for at least me, for in terms of where this milk market might go to. Now, again, it's still one that moves extremely quickly. And I keep talking about this. I mentioned this last week. I know, too, the flexibility side for producers, you know, find a way to protect your floor, but keep that upside available to you. Because, again, if that demand stays strong, which it's projected to, that's going to keep pr- uh, milk prices fairly supported as long as production doesn't get crazy. Well, but then again, we've been through it before. You talk about Omicron and how quickly that can change everything. So like you said, protecting yourself from the down as we see these headlines being made more critical now than ever. Exactly. You got to just find, and that's with all these commodity prices, there's good value out there uh, for pretty much everything that we're dealing with at this time frame. And you got to pick a point, make sure you just make uh, lock in that profitability line somehow, whether it's using in milk, the DRP program or put options or making those sales. But then how do we keep the flexibility to the upside? Because there's a lot of variables that we just won't know are going to come together maybe next year between weather, between production, between demand, the global, you know, the global situation in terms of geopolitical who knows how that's all going to shake out and a black swan event can happen extremely quickly as we've seen in the past i heard a new phrase yesterday gray rhino they were talking about uh, the evergrande real estate discombobulation in china a gray rhino have you ever heard of that that is an exact new one to me as well, but yeah, <laughs> they said it's something. That, yeah, ahead, something something that you see coming. You know it's going to hurt you, but you see it coming faster, longer than a black swan event. I just I caught I thought that phrase was interesting. <laughs> it's creative, that is for sure. Very creative. <laughs> All right, John. Well, we are going to let you be off the hook to enjoy what we hope is going to be a very merry Christmas and a happy new year. We will catch up with you in 2022, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great holidays, and we'll talk to you next year. Excellent. John Heinberg, along with us, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. Remember their website, totalfarmmarketing.com, if you're looking to try to put some of those risk management tools in place. And remember the toll-free number to call, 800-334-9779. John Heinberg and all the crew at uh, Total Farm Marketing in West Bend are more than ready to help you. All right, tomorrow, last show for me in the calendar year. I hope you'll join me for it. This is the Midwest Farm.